Welcome back to the Literally Same Podcast. How's everybody doing? Good. Goody. <laughs> How are you? Good. So, any life updates? I have one. I know everyone's been on the edge of their seats. Cliffhanger. <laughs> After that teaser a couple weeks ago. Yep. I know, literally, I was like, I have a life update, but I'm not going to say it yet. And then we took a week off. <laughs> <laughs> never records another podcast again. <laughs> they never know. But I switched to a new barber shop. So I'm today was actually my first day and it was so good. It's literally like everything I've ever wanted. It's such an answered prayer. So I loved it. That's my announcement. I'm at a new barber shop. So if you want to know where, follow me at Kate Blends. Yay. We love this for you. Mm-hmm. Woo! I feel free. Yes. <laughs> and how many haircuts did you have in one day? How many on your first day? In one day. No. On my first day, I had five, which was pretty good. And they were like, it's like a slow day. I was like, wow. Well, this is great then. Amazing. Amazing. We love it. So that's mine. I don't have one. Life is same old, same old. But I will, hopefully. Well, maybe not. I have my follow-up doctor's appointment next week, but I think we'll already have recorded. So... I don't know. So, yeah, it'll be a couple weeks. But other than being eaten alive by mosquitoes, nothing is new. I'm literally itching a mosquito bite as we sit here. She has literally a trillion on her legs. Yeah, it's bad. I was like, are you sure you don't have chicken pox? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) It literally looks like that. It's terrible. I freaking hate mosquitoes. And I hate a bug spray. Yes, it's all sticky and gross. Yes, I feel so greasy. And it smells so disgusting. And it's like bad for you, so. Yeah, what the heck? But also, did you guys know, random fact, Mm -hmm. if you look up like the number one like cause of human deaths by animals, it's mosquitoes. Uh, (gasps) Oh my God. From malaria or what? Yeah, from malaria. They can spread all kinds of diseases. It's freaky and they can be tricky to like pinpoint like they're not like obvious you know i remember being little and being like west nile yes <laughs> like so always scary. yeah like i am gonna die but yeah no. i know and s- why are they so itchy i know it's like know. the craziest sensation especially when you start itching it and it's like and you literally can't stop yeah like cannot <laughs> and it like yeah, it feels so good to itch it yeah like <laughs> to like bleed yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> literally <laughs> It's the craziest thing. <laughs> but I did hear recently about, like, a mosquito carrying, like, this awful disease, like, where it paralyzes you or something. Oh, yeah, right. like, bizarre things can come from them. Yeah, I'm like... Which, have uh, you guys ever smashed a mosquito, like, and blood comes out of it? I'm like, that's no. another person's blood. It's gotta be. Terrifying. Right? And they I'm could, pretty sure. They could pass, like blood diseases or that's something. exactly like be careful when you smash a mosquito yeah because they're slow and they're in my house which is real fun but thank god they're slow i could literally just clap i've never mm-hmm. seen one i've never seen one <laughs> in my life i think you've have and you just didn't and know just it was know. a mosquito they're just little do they have wings like obviously they have wings but do, do they have <laughs> they like float big. it's not like a fly where they like 
are Flutter. fast, they like, they like float. They're just like chill, like just vibing. Yeah. Do they have big wings? No. No, they're okay. little. They're little. Okay, because I've seen them with big wings. They look like uh, like fruit flies almost, or gnats, or like almost of that. Maybe I've seen one, but I think they just it's have a like gnat. a long stick mouth. Yeah, that's that what they sucks your with. blood. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. They're the worst. Well, my life update has something to do with bugs, and I literally just thought of, thought of it. I went to go get my oil changed today at Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Such a strange name for a company. <laughs> and um, he was showing me what he did and whatever. I think it's just, you know, he's under the, opened the hood and showed me what he did, whatever. And he goes, <laughs> I was like, sure, whatever. I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> but then he said... Um, you need to get rat repellent because he said there's ra- like all this staining is rat pee. <laughs> what the heck? Under the hood of my car. He's like, we, there's rat pee all over this, all over the, your car under the hood. And I literally came undone. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're joking. I've heard of that. Um, just dad had some kind of animal. It was her brother. They like these mice had built like a home in the hood of his car yeah. and they like chewed through wires. Like literally <gasps> his yeah. car just like wouldn't turn on in a day. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So you better get that rat yep. repellent. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is killer. one wire to be chewed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the freak? I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. They're freaky. How? Oh, I guess from underneath. Never mind. <laughs> how do they get out of there? Like, how on earth do they get in there? But they that open makes it. Makes sense. <laughs> Imagine a little rat holding it open. He's like, Come on, guys. <laughs> That'd be a strong rat because those things are heavy. <laughs> That's He's funny. Like, Come on in. I found a new car. <laughs> it's Ratatouille. He's bringing his old village to safety. There's pastries underneath the hood of my car. Yeah, they just start baking in there. Food just falls out while you drive. You're like, this is so weird, guys. I found a, a pasta dish in my driveway. It's so weird. Oh, that's crazy. That is the kind of rat I want under my head. Seriously, if you're going to cook for me, then you can you stick can around. Stay. Imagine. Trent comes home. There's a rat cooking you guys dinner. <laughs> a full blown meal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so gross. I don't know how. I I I know nothing about rat repellent or anything. So I guess I have to take care of that tomorrow. Fun times. <laughs> I have a favorite. Tell us. So I actually screenshot it so I didn't forget the full name. But it's from Anthropology, and they have these, like, bralette and underwear sets that are magical. Wow. And the specific ones that I like are, okay, this is the full name, by Anthropology Seamless Square Neck Bralette is the bra. I'm wearing one right now. Stevie's nose. I thought she was Stevie. outside. That's why I laughed because I was like, "How did she get in here?" <laughs> Sorry, I just no, it's okay. better. Okay, so seamless. What is it? Um, should I start that over, or is it good? I cut this out. That's up to you. Let's start over. 
Yeah, whatever I'll cut you it want. Because I think I edit those weeks. So I'll cut it. I'll cut no, it I out. think I edit, but I don't Did care the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Okay, I'll start like from the very beginning. Okay. I have a favorite this week, and it's the Bi Anthropology Seamless Square Neck Bralette. And they come in a bunch of colors, and they're super comfortable. And then the underwear that comes with it is the Danny. Well, there's different styles, but it's the Danny Seamless Hipster Brief. And I just yeah, I want to see. Sorry to everyone who can't see. But we're gonna look right now. That's the bralette. (gasps) Oh, that's comfy looking. But they're so thick, and they come in different like styles and straps and everything. And the Bras are 24 and the underwear are 12. I feel like that's not that's that bad. Not bad, no, especially not bad for anthropology. Mm-hmm. And wow. I got a couple colors now, and I love them. Honestly, they so. would cost more at Target. I'm not exactly. Even lying. Yeah, they'd be like 20 something each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so. shocking. That's yeah, cheaper than the Target. Thick, and they're red. Look, I have one on right now. You can like feel. Can I feel? Yeah, it's like nice. Oh, it's so soft. Oh, very nice. And they have tons of cute colors. And you can never have too many like basic bralettes, like bunch of different colors, everything. Yeah, and I even just wear them around the house, like just like by themselves, mm-hmm. and they're like I feel like. I don't feel too exposed. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like you feel supported. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Exactly. So that's wow. my fave. Everyone needs to try them. I also have a fave. My fave this week is, do you guys watch um, the Tiny Desk concert? Yes. yes. Usher did one. And it's so good. And he does a lot of his old, like, classic songs. I'm pretty sure every song he did was old Usher. Aww, How fun. It's so fun. cute. And he's so, like, nice. I'm, I know they all do this, but he introduced everyone in his band, and he was just like, it was cute. Humble, humble man. Yeah, and me and Xavier were watching it, and we were like, dang, you literally forget how talented these people are, because you're just so used to it, but then when you sit there and watch him sing it, like, flawlessly, you're like, holy cow, he is so good. Like, no wonder he's as famous as he is. Whoops. So, yeah, it's worth a watch, and if you've never watched a Tiny Desk concert, oh my gosh, you're missing out. They're the best. They're so cool and intimate. And they, yeah, and they always like, not always, but a lot of times they do their songs kind of more stripped version. And Which is my fave. Me too. I wish you could download them like that. Yeah. I'm like, give me Tiny Desk only. That's the kind of music I like. But yeah, it's really good. And then if you watch Ushers, there's a good trillion other artists. Justin Bieber, Alicia wow. Keys. Justin Bieber's is good. I heard his version of Peaches before i heard the real version of peaches like not his version but i heard the, the tiny, tiny desk, desk version before the real version and the real version did not live up i was like wow i wish i could have the tiny desk version on my spotify wow i've never heard justin bieber's one anything acoustic by justin bieber oh, far better moving than the top yes. one yeah. like his talent is like earth shattering truly he should do like an acoustic album acoustic like, like hits fully. oh my gosh yeah Ooh, hits like mm-hmm. best why don't songs? people do that anymore i don't know if it was doesn't justin bieber have an acoustic album but like of old songs like i don't know isn't doesn't he have a my world acoustic? yeah 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 yeah. he does but he needs some current stuff because yeah peaches acoustic oh my gosh it'll change the way you hear the regular Money. one 
He's so good. Anybody that says he's not good, I'm like, you're just lying. They're just a hater. Yeah. Literally. Like, you cannot yeah. say you can't deny the that talent. he's not a good singer. Yeah. You can't Chooky or not. Yeah. Chooky or not, because we all know I think he's chooky. <laughs> but he is very talented. You can't deny it. This week, I don't have a fave. I really tried to dig, but I don't have a fave. That's, That's okay. okay. Thanks, gals. Sometimes we like a steady... Just a reg. Oh, just, just a boring week, you know? <laughs> Two weeks, just, I guess. Just a huge. Yeah, just the huge. We did. Nat has the best snacks at her house. We're always... And drinks, too. She always has a bunch of... Oh, like fun beverages. Mm-hmm, like a bunch of different flavors of sparkling water or some kind the of San sparkling Pellegrino juice. sodas. No yes. one ever buys those. But They're Nat, the best. And I, every time I have one, I'm like, wow. So good. Yes, it's just truly an experience mm-hmm. here. And uh, we tried the talkie meat sticks oh yes that could be a weekly fave talkies meat sticks i like them you the can get them name? at target don't love the name the no. name meat <laughs> <Yes>. sticks. <laughs> not really but yeah. it's like a we slim gym but talkies <laughs> yes. it's so good yeah, yeah it was actually bomb i know i kind of want to buy them not even gonna lie yeah i might that's like a good just have on hand snack mm-hmm. yeah especially with like a like a cheese stick you know oh yeah meat and cheese combo yes we love a meat meat stick and a cheese stick combo (laughs) but yeah i just pride myself in having good snacks because there's just really nothing like it nothing like it coming home to a good snack Mm. and a good drink like an iced oh yeah Mm -hmm. i I love love beverages me too i could go for a season of my life i was going to soli's every day and getting their like their good ice ice. oh my gosh with just like a sparkling water Mm -hmm. wow good i go to soli's every day that i work and there's just nothing like it nothing or a good snapple peach tea Mm. Mm. i wish there was a soli's by me i love crushed ice I'm surprised they don't have one out there, honestly. I know. We need one in the east side. I know. Sully, you hear this? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sponsor Sully. us. Mr. Sully, sir. <laughs> yeah. Please. Oh I my go there gosh. all the time. I would die Me if we too. got sponsored by Sully. <laughs> would be the best. <laughs> they are, all the employees there, I, they give me like, they probably do this to all their regulars, but they give me, if I'm like in line with just a drink or just a coffee or whatever, they like, they'll like, I'll be in line and they'll be like, you're good. You're good. I'm like. <gasps> And let you leave. And let me so leave. Kind. And then I already have the Sully's rewards card. So oh, just you best believe I have that too. Yep, same. And I get I get free drinks from there all the time because it's like buy so many you get one free. So you know I am really quite the Sully's fan. And wow. now have you seen? I mean I don't know how new this is, but now they have Sequoia in there. Yeah, I get it for lunch. Sequoia all the salads, time. Sequoia sandwiches, Sequoia desserts. They literally have the banana pudding, the cheese delivered cake. fresh daily, and <gasps> pork chops and bubbas is in there now oh, too. Yes. Oh I, yeah. Okay, I've never had it, but everyone's it's so bomb. good. I need to oh, have my it. Gosh. If you're not from Bakersfield, you don't know what any of this is. Yeah, <laughs> so sorry. So sorry about it. But just when you come, it's yeah, you go is, to Sully's. Is Sully's local? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Love we that. love a local biz. I s- will definitely now support Sully's forever. Yeah already was Ditto. but they could lower their gas prices just a tad just but that's tad. chevron's fault really yeah. it's not their <laughs> fault sully we love you sully <laughs> so this week's episode is a fun q a about navigating your 20s very exciting and we have a few questions to get into and they're pretty they're pretty juicy pretty deep mm-hmm. so the first one is how have your values changed 
and going into your 20s. And I'm assuming values, that's like something that's important like important to you yeah i guess i would imagine like your values your morals i guess just like the rules or the standard that you hold yourself to right yeah yeah i think so that sounds about right sorry i think mine have changed as i've gotten older like the one thing that i'm thinking of right off the bat is drinking alcohol and um like on my 21st birthday I think I had like one drink just because it's like oh you're turning 21 like I didn't drink too much at all in my early 20s well I'm still in my early 20s but you know what I mean like the very early 20s 20s yeah I'm like mid Mm -hmm. oh yeah I'm 26 now yeah Yeah. I'm not you're like edging late yeah I I forgot (laughs) you believe we're almost late 20s literally closer to 30 than 20 Uh, yeah love it that makes me want to (laughs) die but yeah I started I like didn't really drink that much in my earlier 20s and not that, like i drink crazy all the time now but like i ju- it just became more of like a social thing but that's like one example i can think of but even now i just am not interested in drinking anymore really i just you know what happens you get tired <laughs> of it <laughs> yeah it, it's a. Uh... It's just not very fun on a regular, mm-hmm. super regular basis. And I, I feel like it just doesn't agree with my body anymore. Like even one drink will make me feel yucky mm-hmm. now. And so I'm like, I almost low key wonder if I developed a tiny bit of an allergy. That's hmm. I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Really? Sometimes I'm like, because if your body overreacts once, that's a uh, now you're allergic to that forever. And so I just I feel like. That. I could literally have one white claw or something and I feel a little bit like Sick. nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not super into it anyways, but that's one thing that like I definitely had change. I wasn't that into it. And then I saw that change and stuff, but I don't know what else. I feel like Janara and I joke with each other all the time that when we first started dating, we, we say, like, remember when, like, how much, like, you had such a stick up your butt? Because <laughs> we were both just kind of, like, well, I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for him. But um, I just, I don't know, a little bit more high strung about, like, certain things that were, I don't know, maybe, like, with, like, certain jokes or, like, music. And I don't I don't want this to sound bad. Like, we've, like, lowered our standards mm-hmm. or, like, we've, like, let go some of our values or our morals. But I think we just view them with not, with, like, not as much of a tight grip. Mm. Yes. Do we, do we, are we picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, like, yes, it's not I agree. so black and white anymore. Yes. And you're not, like, not that you were before, but it's, you're not like easily offended no that's exactly what i feel like it is like there's more grace yes i'm not as offended as i used to be by certain things and and sometimes it can go the opposite direction where i'm like okay i need to rein this in i'm Mm -hmm. getting a little too like loosey-goosey on this sorry my foot's all up in your grill (laughs) no you're not what is that but other times too i remember it would I would just like someone would say something or whatever and I would just kind of like be like 
like i cannot believe you know judgy Mm. well that's what i was just thinking right now it's almost like as you get older you just get more of a dose of reality and you're not quick to judge other people yes yes i would say that's a very good way to put it yeah yeah because i was nervous about doing this episode to be honest just because of we knew the questions and i was kind of like how do you say this without making people think you just let go of all your values and everything yeah i just feel like as you get older you just have more grace for people Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like you just become hopefully you do Mm -hmm. at least i i can totally see like i'm like oh wow like just going through more as an adult and like facing different things and like financial things or, or whatever you're like okay i can see like wow their how their life must have i don't know does that make sense you just have more grace and like empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like I have been in a place where to an extent I have been held to higher standards than what is maybe expected of like the quote unquote average person. Like absolutely just because since be- I mean, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but with my husband being a pastor that automatically puts me in a in under standards that under the standards that he is upheld to as a pastor totally which are high and that hasn't always been easy for me but i have seen now that i have been put in that place where and i see what it's like to kind of be under that pressure i now look at other people with like you said so much grace just because I'm like, that's a lot of pressure to totally. just to put on someone, you know, and and like you're no one's ever going to be perfect. And we also all have to figure things out. Like I still look at myself and like I'm 27 years old. I'm so young, which seems to be the overall theme of my life lately, of just realizing how young I am. But I'm just learning. I'm figuring out what my values are still. Right. You know what I mean? I think my foundation is solid, but there's certain areas where I'm like, okay, how exactly do I feel about this? How exactly do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. Like, whereas when I was like 20, 21, I was so firm in everything but now like like kate said when like reality kind of hits you you're you kind of see other perspectives mm-hmm. so yeah. life just becomes way more gray yeah as you 1, get older percent i feel totally. like at least. i agree i feel the same way i feel like i'm strong in my foundation but i'm the same way like certain topics i'm like mm, i don't know you know like yeah. it's almost like when you're young you think you know everything Obviously, everyone says that. And then the older you get, the more you're like, I just really don't know everything. Like yeah, you're saying, totally. like everything becomes more gray. Because yeah. I think when you're young, you're just like very fervent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know everything. Yeah. But or just well, like not ignorant, but almost a little yeah, to like kinda, life. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so I guess to kind of like answer the question, I would say like my values are pretty much based off of the word of God. And I am just learning that and interpreting that and like letting God speak to me like to the best of my ability. And it really just ebbs and flows with like what the Lord reveals to me over time because I, I'm i just constantly learning and growing with him. Right. And I would say my values very much stem from that. So mm-hmm. it's like, 
it's a constant evolving process. Totally. I, my, I think one way my values have changed is I see, at least with like family, the like the priority of family has changed. Mm-hmm. Like good. before I got really, gosh, in high school. And you know, when you're young, you're just kind of like, ugh, you know, I don't really want to hang out with my family. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of look back at myself and just thinking like, gosh, I was such, I just took so much for granted, mm-hmm. you know, like going on vacations and, you know, my family buying stuff for me or, you know, taking me places and shopping and stuff like that. And I look back now as like a married person who, you know, that's my responsibility now. And like taking over those things financially, I'm like, wow, I was so blessed and I'm still so blessed, but it's like, I should have been way more thankful at the time. You know, like I just think, wow, I really took a lot for granted. I should have been more thankful and even like spending time with my family, like, man, I really, I need to value their time and value, like, I don't know, just, it sounds terrible, but like, before they pass away, like my grandparents, (laughs) like I think about my grandparents and I'm like, oh, like I need to spend time with them, you know, like, I don't know, just the priority of family and just think looking back and thinking wow I should have been way more grateful so learning now to be way more grateful for everything that I have and prioritizing my family I think that's changed Mm -hmm. as I've gotten when I was in my 20s the second question is what do you wish you knew before going into your 20s this one is tricky because there's a heck of a lot of things I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. Like, even just practical things about, like, managing and investing your money or, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly calling my mom. Like, how do I do this? You <laughs> know? Me too. A lot of practical stuff that I feel like. But also, I feel like so much of what of what you learn in your 20s, you learn by experience. Totally. Like, you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew. I know. This is one that I should have thought about. Yeah. What do you wish you knew? I think I wish I would have known or just been more confident and not like I wish I wouldn't have people please so much. Mm -hmm. Like I wish that I would have like told myself it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. I don't know. I feel like that's such a big thing that I, that I deal with. And I, w- I want to go back to my younger self and be like, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, like being confident in, in yourself and being confident in your voice and just kind of preparing myself for my 20s. I don't know, because I was a little, and still am, but you know, just struggled to find my voice and find my, like, I don't know, confidence. Mm -hmm. I just wish I would have told myself that. Yeah, I was almost going to say, which I don't want to sound like so lame, but I wish I knew my worth, like, before going into my 20s because 
I even feel that way about high school too. Now I'm like, I would have had so much more fun in high school if I wasn't just so like down on myself and it was totally self-inflicted. I was like, nobody thinks I'm cool or I'm not pretty or whatever, you know? And now I'm like, I could have had a blast. Like I'll, I ruined my own experience. Not that it was ruined. It was still fun. But like just being in your head like that just makes everything like you could have had way more fun. And I feel the same way about my twenties, which I did have a lot of fun, but like, I feel like it took me a long time and I still like struggle with insecurity and stuff and confidence. I feel like I struggle with confidence a lot, but I feel like as you become an adult and you go through these life experiences, like you just get a sense of yourself more and like, like you're, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you do just like kind of figure out who you are more. And then you have more of like a sense of worth because you're not basing it on other people. But it would have been nice to like not question my worth so much in the beginning But then I also feel like that's just something you learn as you grow up who you are, you know, not that saying like, oh, you're like not going to feel worthy in your 20s. But I think it was like part of the journey for me. But it would have been nice to just like have some people. Yeah, some people just have confidence like out the gate. And I feel like I just lean more towards insecurity. So but. I can truly see how people th- people say like your thirties are like they say that's like the best years of your life. Oh yeah, because I, I think fully yeah, understand because yes. it's like your twenties. You're just learning all this stuff from from experience, mm-hmm. and you're like trying to figure out who you are, find your voice, find your confidence, and then in your thirties, you're like, okay, like I got I it. I know who I am. Yeah, I have this figured out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The older you get, I feel like the less and less you care about what people think because you realize how unimportant it is like i'm excited to grow older yeah like Mm -hmm. really i am like i don't dread it at all i'm like who cares i get a few wrinkles like whatever yeah Yeah. i'm excited no i feel the same way i'm excited to be older and i was gonna say what basically before either of you guys started speaking about confidence i was gonna say that i wish i had learned to just be more confident in myself not take myself so seriously Mm -hmm. Because I felt like so many of my decisions were based off of other people. And I guess trying to hold on to other people because I was not confident that, like, I could keep friends Hmm. or, you know, like, have good relationships or maintain a relationship, like, with my boyfriend or whatever because I just was insecure in myself. So I think... I would have kind of made decisions differently in my earlier 20s than I would have now. Be- like, not in a selfish way, but I would have just not put so many other people first. Basically what Kate was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's another thing, too. That's a really good point is, like, not taking yourself so seriously because I feel like you genuinely have the most fun when you're just, like not caring what anyone thinks for sure and like sometimes that feels like embarrassing or whatever but it's really not I saw this quote on Instagram that was like it's not embarrassing if you're not embarrassed and I was like that is so true yeah like so true it doesn't look embarrassing to other people if you're not embarrassed no matter what it is and like 
even if it's like dancing or whatever, being silly, like if you truly don't care and don't have a hesitation in the world, people are gonna envy it. Like they're not they gonna be like, they oh, she's a loser. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like just like let yourself be like silly and who cares what people think. And I promise they're gonna be jealous, if anything. That's not so saying true. like make people jealous, but like they're not be gonna yourself. be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just. And you'll have so much more fun that way. So much more fun. Yeah, be confident. Be who you are. 100%. People will want to be like you. Not like you, but you know. They'll wish that they had that ability. Yeah. Yeah, because even I remember like little ventures I would do and just getting criticism from people. Ever like making fun of me for like little things like I would try and just it it took such a hold on me and like, mm-hmm. like truly ruined my confidence. And I just remember being like, wow, like who, it's just so mean, you know, but I, I would just want to tell myself like, it doesn't freaking matter no. what they say, you know, you do it because it impacts people and it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know? And freak, what was I going to say? Oh, if you're like being yourself and being silly, you're going to make somebody else feel comfortable to do that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's just going to be a win-win. I feel like we need people out there that are, I mean, there are people out there like that, but you know, like if someone else is being silly, you're not going to feel as dumb being silly with them or it doesn't even have to be being silly, but just like being yourself and stepping out of the box like if you when you see other people doing that it makes you feel like i can do that too or if you're in a group setting with them then you feel like your guard is down a little more and so it's cool to be that like for other people too you know like make everyone feel comfortable it's almost like literally same how we talked about the first episode like being vulnerable opens the door for people to be vulnerable it's almost the exact same thing but silly and goofy Mm -hmm. like vulnerability isn't just like telling deep dark secrets it's like you can be silly and goofy and yourself and loud and whatever and that's wonderful also vulnerability that is that's yeah. vulnerability too yes this is the most random thing and it kind of goes with another question we have but i remember one time me the three of us were hanging out at ali's house and we ordered la via and nat <laughs> <laughs> oh, i remember this nat ordered six tacos <laughs> which ta- you know tacos are tiny like we all if you listen to this podcast, I guarantee you can eat six tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got like three, I think, because I was like trying to be socially appropriate. <laughs> and when she got six, I was like, I don't score this. Like, literally, we're three best friends. Why do I feel like I have to order a certain amount of tacos when I want more? You know, like, yeah, it just, I just felt like it freed me up to be like, just get what you want yeah. who cares that much Freaking like cares you're gonna be hungry so that you like look good in front of your two closest friends <laughs> like just things like that like just do what you want do what you yeah. want three tacos are for children yeah, I'm, I'm just sorry. saying if there's a taco man i want at least four and i could come back for seconds literally and rice and beans and queso fresco yeah i remember <laughs> being like three i'm getting six <laughs> And I swear oh, that funny. did something to my brain that day. 
Yeah, because that's not the first time you've mentioned that story, but it's literally so true. I'm mm-hmm. like, why do I freaking care? Yeah, yeah. Who yeah why do we care? Golly, it's crazy. But we put way too much value into other people's opinions. Totally. Moral of the story: Order the tacos. Order, order the tacos. Six tacos, okay? Six minimum. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, six <laughs> I'm all telling them to eat till you puke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, the next question, this is a good lead in because it's relationship with food as an adult. Oh, dun, dun, gosh, dun. that was a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I could take this one. Um, I so just I'll get into a little bit backstory because I feel like it's relevant. So trigger warning, I'm going to mention eating disorders um, in when I was in high school. I definitely had my, like, battle with food and eating disorders. I um, always, I grew up as, like, an overweight child, and I lost, gosh, when I was a freshman in high school, like, my whole family started eating healthier, and I I had a personal trainer and all of these things, and my freshman year, I lost 40 pounds, and, like, within, like, eight months, which is, thinking about it as, like, a 14-year-old was like really fast and drastic Mm -hmm. and like my appearance changed drastically like boys liked me all of a sudden like you know it was this thing um and I think that really set me up especially the trainer that I was seeing he had me on a meal plan of eating like 900 calories a day I was like literally starving myself wow and it worked and so I think just, like, from then, it just, like, put me on, like, this really, really just toxic path with myself. Um, and it got to the point, like, where I stopped eating. And then people started noticing, like, oh, like, people would make comments, like, are you going to eat anything or whatever? Like, and then I, it got to the point where I was, like, well, I was, like, okay, well, trying not to, like, draw attention to it so then I would like eat and then purge it was just like this very toxic cycle and I would say it I I remember like one of the last times I really really was like truly fighting it I think I was like 23 and I prayed and I said God do not let me ever lose weight unless it's done in a healthy way and because I, my first resort, anytime I felt like I needed to lose weight, which, and back then, when I, when I was 23, I was freaking, like, I was so way, weighed way less than I do now. But anyway, um, I just remember, like, praying that because I was just so sick of dealing with it. So I would say since then, it's been, like, a, a long battle of of really like it's taken me to like retrain my mind and that's like we mentioned i think we talked about intermittent fasting on an episode in the past Mm -hmm. but that's like why i don't intermittent fast is because it's just it's i don't like using this word but it really is like triggering for me Mm. like it just it i revert back to like old ways so quickly but i would say i'm in a much much better place now i've learned to choose foods that like make me feel good but also like enjoy things like when like my husband takes me out for a nice dinner you know I order what I want right um but also like I try to keep healthy foods inside the home 
and I don't know I've just learned to pick more wisely and not put so much so much weight into what I eat because I think I used to think like I remember, and I still think this way sometimes, like I can eat like really clean, quote unquote, all day long, like just a very healthy day of eating and say I have like two bites of French fries in my mind. I, you'd thought I ate nothing but junk food all day long. Mm -hmm. And then I like, Like you're so hard on yourself. I'm so hard on myself and I punish myself by working out and like downing water and not eating until three o'clock the next day. Like, um, so I don't know. I feel like I'm still very much working on it, but it has also definitely improved because I, for the longest time, was like definitely like a slave to like the food around me and the food I ate. But I don't feel like I don't feel that way about it anymore. I definitely feel like I have more more self-control and freedom and discipline to balance out like you know, enjoying a treat versus like, you know, eating food because I know it's healthy for me and things like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I've always leaned on the thinner side my whole life, but I think I, it didn't do, I never had a good relationship with food because it was like, I could eat whatever I wanted and I just, was fine I never noticed you know that much of a difference but now as an adult like my metabolism has totally changed so it's like I'm I still kept those bad habits like sweets for me is so terrible (laughs) I could eat sweets all day and I'm like oh it's not the same anymore like my body's not the same anymore and I it just did me a disservice and, you know, not eating healthy and not learning to eat healthier. And I, I definitely, like, if I want to lose weight, I don't think in a, in a healthy way. Like, I think, okay, I need to eat, like, broth for a week mm-hmm. to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, I need to work hard and, like, discipline myself like I don't think healthily in that way. So I feel like my relationship with food is not healthy currently because I just lack so much discipline and I really want to grow in my relationship with food and getting better at, you know, just eating healthy and not binging because I'll just go on like binges where I'm like I deserve it you know like oh I ate a salad okay I can eat a cake (laughs) (laughs) not literally but like I can eat a bunch of sweets because I earned it you know yeah just I just have a very like skewed view of you know eating healthy foods and having a good relationship with food so yeah I I have like always grown up a little bit on the overweight side too I would say not like extreme but like definitely anyways and during COVID or like right before COVID and then through the quarantine and everything I lost like 45 pounds or like 50 even I think and it was the same thing that Allie said like boys liked me all of a sudden 
when you lose weight like that, it's all you ever hear about. Everyone is telling you how good you look 24 other people too. Like people like I heard so many times, Kate's lost so much weight. Yeah. Like it's yeah. How do you like side note? How do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a little bit like it feels good because you're like, wow, this is working. And it's hard work. Yeah. Right. But then it also made me think like, wow, everybody thought I was fat. (laughs) <laughs> like obviously you know because i've or never... everyone thinks more of you because you've now mm. you're now thinner yes because i've never told i mean as far as i can remember i never tell anybody that like hey you oh my gosh you've lost weight i like or literally it, everyone never... says you look so good that's what people say and yeah. so you're like mm. did i look bad like yeah. it is like a little bit like underlying kind of yeah. and they mean it in the best way because i've yeah. said it to people before like just truly being like like wow you look amazing. oh my gosh you're thriving but yeah i would be slower to say that now because not that it i mean it's a compliment at the end of the day but it just makes you think you know like but oh sorry were you gonna say something i was just gonna say and i also feel like it feeds that like say you were to gain weight back mm, it's yes. like you don't look good anymore mm-hmm. right you know? like mentally you're like oh everybody's gonna think i'm ugly now. yes exactly yeah. so that's where i'm at kind of i lost a bunch of weight by intermittent fasting i even had people ask me how are you losing this weight and i'm and so and um i had never been more motivated for anything in my life and i was the same exact way as Allie. like i would not have a glass of orange juice like if i had juice or something i'd be like day ruined like Mm -hmm. i just ruined this entire day i'm gonna gain weight like and um i think that i don't have a good relationship with food at all because i just can't i'm either one extreme or the other Mm. like i definitely have a tendency to binge eat or just i almost feel like sometimes it's like hard for me to control like if i I don't know. It's embarrassing to talk about because you just feel like no, I, a fatty. I'm, I'm but totally like, with if you. you want something, you just like, I don't know. It's hard for me. I, I struggle with self-control. And so when I do have good self-control, it's way too much. It's like on the unhealthy side. And then like I have no balance in between. Mm-hmm. And so I've gained weight back. I don't even like probably not all of it, but I just have noticed changes in my appearance that have been bothering me and it is like almost worse the second time around because you saw how good you could look and then now you're like oh you know and I'm like well do I start fasting again but I tried to and I can't even do it anymore like and I don't think I meant to but I don't know it's just like I just am one extreme or the other yeah like there's not a healthy balance yeah because that's how I feel it's like I can't just, you know, eat healthy, have a few treats here and there. It's like, I, like last night I made, you know, those like Pillsbury, like croissants. Mm -hmm. I literally made all of them and made a chocolate sauce and I had like five of them. They're so (laughs) good. (laughs) I'm like, I could, I can't just have like one thing. Like I have to go, I have to eat the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I think we kind of grew up two in the era of this is low fat 100 calories like of like that being just plastered everywhere like i think we kind of like the 90s 
and like early 2000s are toxic Toxic. diet culture sick absolutely toxic so i feel like it'll be like now i feel like it's kind of more coming to light of like for example avocado you used to hear avocado has so much fat don't eat avocado now now. it's like it's one healthy fat and it's like so many nutrients that are good for your brain and for your bones and for blah 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 you know yeah and so i feel like i sometimes still will say no to healthy foods because i'm like because i'm like oh there's too much too many fat and calories Mm -hmm. and it's just like that's a that is a toxic way of thinking you know yeah even like i'll follow some like fitness girlies or whatever and they'll eat like two pieces of toast in the morning and i'm like two pieces of toast (laughs) yeah like literally bread and it's wheat bread too and i'm like are you sure or they'll like make pancakes like this one girl, I forget her name, but she like lost like a hundred something pounds or something. And she has pancakes like every morning. And I'm like, what are you how, like? How does What's that work? Pancakes? Yeah. I <laughs> but I feel like just it's ingrained in us that like bread and carbs and everything. Like, so bad. You will be fat yeah. if you eat these or whatever. Even bananas. I've yeah. even heard that about bananas. Mm, that like bananas. if you're trying to lose weight, here's the foods that might be stopping you that you don't know. Blah, blah, blah bananas peanut butter i don't know anything good but yeah just diet culture like everybody's trying to sell you a diet and it's like you have to constantly be on a diet i'm so sick of being on a freaking diet yeah Mm -hmm. like that's just and i feel like that's kind of where i feel like my relationship which i heard i was listening to this episode of the skinny confidential and um they had this guest on from she was from france and i don't remember if she was like a nutritionist or something like that but they were asking her about her relationship with food, quote unquote. And she's like, we don't even call it a relationship. Don't give food that much weight. She's like, you don't have relationships with food. You have relationships with people. Like you, you like she's like people in America put way too much emphasis and pressure and, you know, whatever behind the foods that they eat. She's like, you eat food. You don't have a relationship with it. That's so true. And that's when I, I, that was kind of like groundbreaking to me, honestly, because I remember thinking like, that's so true. Like I want to put a food in my body because it, it serves me, you know? And like, for example, I was like looking at the nutrition facts on hemp seeds the other day hemp seeds have so much nutrition in them and i almost left them out of my smoothie because of like the carbs in them but i like had to tell myself like no you're not gonna deny yourself like all of this health Mm. because of that you know and i put them in my dang smoothie but that's go girl so yeah i don't know i kind of feel like that's where i've shifted yeah i think we definitely got focused on the wrong aspect of health through like those years that you were saying like the 90s and the 2000s it was health equals losing weight mm-hmm. and yeah, really he, that's not what it and you being know skinny yes because in the early 90s and two thousand early 2000s like the in body type was like anorexic basically uh, yeah, yeah. low-rise literally jeans. see your Goodbye. bones like yeah like i just think paris hilton and like nicole ritchie like mm-hmm. I know. I think Nicole Richie struggled with eating disorders, so yeah. that's sad. But that was like the in-body type. Mm-hmm. And it didn't It didn't put focus on your actual health. It put focus on looks. Exactly. Yes. And I think that's where so, so like my mindset has become so just jacked up because I put, I 
base my health off of how I look, mm-hmm. not if I were to actually mm-hmm. go to the doctor and get some blood work right. and, you and know, you're internally healthy. Exactly. And I'm not saying like, I know I like need to lose some weight and that like, I know I'm at an unhealthy weight right now. And I'm, so I'm not, I'm not like saying that, but like, like, you know, there's facts that show me, like I could look at science right now right. and that tells me I need to lose weight. But my overall perspective is not, it has switched because I'm not thinking I need to lose weight so I can look skinny. I need to lose weight so I can be healthy. Right, mm-hmm. feel good. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I will say is when I lost all that weight, I had a regular period for so long, which is like mm. not common for me. And I remember when I was, like, diagnosed with PCOS that she was saying, like, um, being overweight can, like, throw your hormones off. And when I lost all that weight, my period was, like, perfectly regular and everything. So there's definitely, like, health reasons behind it. But I feel like we just all thought about, like, looks and there's that's not the point of health, you know? yeah but it, it's hard gosh it i feel like a loser right now yeah same <laughs> i do too and i also think taking into your into account going into your 20s your body significantly changes mm-hmm. like in high school i didn't have like hips you know yes. i didn't have like just your body is a you grow into a woman and your body changes you get hips you get just curves yeah you get more curves well even think about how guys go from high school to manhood they're gonna look different totally they're bigger and it's the same for girls like you're not you're still a kid in some way when you're in high school like you're still gonna change. My face looks different. Not even like like weight aside, just my facial like features. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, look way different, and it's for the better. Really, I feel like my face looks better now than it did in high school. But like, just saying, like you will, you're still changing. So totally. you're never gonna be that for your whole life. And I feel like even, even like some of our friends or like I've just witnessed people like have children, and like you're forever changed not even saying your stomach or anything like that but oh, like after pregnancy yeah like you look different your face or whatever like mm-hmm. i have seen people just complete not completely but like they look different than they did yeah and i feel like they look more beautiful me too mm-hmm. like I feel you like just they turn look, into glow. a yes. woman yes yeah i feel that i feel like every pregnant woman that i've ever met after they have a baby I literally think they look like supermodels. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They just glow. Mm-hmm. I New think, confidence. I don't know. Yeah. I literally agree. like, yeah, I feel like it's a good thing. And I heard on um, the What We Said podcast, Chelsea was talking because she just had a baby. Well, a while ago now, like six months ago. But um, she was saying like, I'll probably never look the same again. And that's okay. And I'm like, yeah, we just need to like, obviously if you know this is all within reason like but like you may never look the same again and that's okay as long as you're like being conscious about your health that's really the purpose you know yeah so our next and final question is a big one and i'll I'll split them up because it's two questions in one the first one is how has your relationship with god changed i would say it hasn't changed like too too much but i think i just 
have learned so much more of like his character Mm. and I don't know I would say our relationship is more like intimate and special and almost it but in the same way almost more uh casual I feel like I used to always go to God in such like a formal setting which I Mm. still do at times but I would say now I have learned like to incorporate him into like my everyday just like little things like I definitely feel like I talk to God more than ever but just in little small ways like Like throughout your day just throughout my day like yeah like literally I'll just like give a thought to him you know yeah. and like or just like say like the quickest prayer and it's like it lasts five seconds and it's in my brain but it's just like it's just sweet little moments all the time yeah it's almost like that's what being in constant prayer is yeah, yeah looks totally. like you know i think um mine is similar i feel a lot more confident in my relationship with god and um, it's funny because I feel like I used to be a lot more disciplined about reading my Bible and spending time with God, but I was approaching him in fear. Like mm. I need to do this. I need to do that. I don't feel, I didn't feel confident about how God felt about me. Mm. And now I can like forget to do that stuff because I, and I'm not saying this is good, but I know my God loves me. I know that like I am his child and like I just feel like I became so much more confident in his love for me and my foundation and my like relationship with him and like just how like Jesus like paid the price for me and everything that yeah I just feel so much more confident now and it is like I feel the same like it's more casual like I'm not because before I was like it was like fear-based a lot of the time and now it's just like you just like get to know his character and his love for you and his grace and it's like I don't know it's like comforting it's like uh I don't know like it's just like your home base you know yeah because yeah. I don't like and I and okay, you'd agree with this. Not in a way that's casual where it like lacks respect. Yeah. Right. But in a way that is more homey. Like when you're at yes. home, you kick off your shoes. You probably don't wear pants. You yeah. know, your hair's a mess. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was, I feel like it was always just so formal. You know, I still have like the utmost respect for him. But mm-hmm. it's just, but I can also just be myself yeah yeah before i feel like i was like a lot more action based and now like you're saying like i just know that he loves me i don't have to i don't feel like i have to do this this and this before i approach him. yes exactly yeah because we can come boldly to the throne of grace and mm-hmm. yeah it's like we don't have to be we still have reverence but it's like not s- scared mm-hmm. yeah i feel like my relationship with God has changed going into my 20s. Gosh, this is kind of like a... The, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my gosh. I feel like in my early 20s or even, you know, late teens, I was almost... I was... I've been heavily involved in ministry basically my whole life. Like since I was in junior high. 
always involved, always like a leader, you know, and I feel like I almost put, like I was putting my relationship with God, like for example, I feel like it only works in an example, like, okay, I'm leading a small group this week, so I need, I need some material, Lord, (laughs) so I need to spend time with you. Like, it was almost, like, just for other people. Mm. And it, it was, like, very subtle, like, that kind of difference. But I was like, oh, my gosh, Lord, like, I do not want to do that. You know, like, I want to spend time with you because I love you and because, you know, you know that's the only reason. I don't want to do it for other people or, like, to be seen by other people. It was just so strange. And so I kind of put a pause on ministry and I felt like I just had to almost relearn how to like spend time with Jesus because I was just, it was such a skewed view for a minute there, you know, like what my intentions were with God. Mm -hmm. And I just, every church service, every Sunday, I just cry. I just sob because I'm like, wow, Lord, like, I'm just so overwhelmed by how much grace you have for me and just just kind of like similar to you guys, just like truly understanding, you know, his love for me and how much grace he, ha- he has for me and had for me during all those times when I had skewed intentions. Mm. And even, uh, gosh, I was thinking about something else it ha- is how it's changed. Um, oh, but also like, I think that I needed, I need, I'm still learning, relearning how to be like a child coming to him, you know, where it talks about like, come to me like a child, like fully trusting, fully dependent on him for everything. And I think as an adult, I kind of like the, as an adult, I was just kind of like, oh, I have to, it's like in my control only, like I have to do this. It's all it's all on me and it's like no come to me like a child like fully dependent fully trusting in me even if you're 25 years old and you're married and you have a mortgage you know it's like full fully trust me and I feel like I'm continually learning that and I think that's changed where it's like I used to be so trusting and so dependent but as an adult you almost like think it's all on you which you know, you still work hard in it, you know, it is like you paying the bills and stuff, but I just am learning like, okay, I need to be fully dependent on you for everything. So I feel like it's changed in that way. Yeah. I feel like when you become an adult, it becomes a lot more like, um, what is that phrase? I don't know, but it becomes a lot more like, real like okay yes like life like how you're saying with bills and stuff like all right do you really trust him or not yeah you know yeah totally because it's like things that you're like uh you know yeah yeah where the rubber meets the road i guess is what i was yes Yes. exactly and the last one is how has your relationship with the church changed um for me um I was, like, heavily involved, too, in ministry pretty much from the second I graduated high school till I was 24. 
and um so what is that like six years i don't know and um it i only got out of ministry because i'd started barber school and it was like pretty time consuming and i also just felt my heart not um, this sounds bad but i just wasn't invested anymore like i was before you know and so i feel like it was just like i don't want to be here and like not care you know yeah so I got out of ministry and then at the church I was at, I just didn't like connect really in the main sanctuary because I'd gone to the high school ministry for like a hundred bazillion years. And so like, I just like never really went to main sanctuary. So when I did, I was like, I don't know, it just doesn't like, I started to skip a lot because I just like didn't want to go. And I was like, all right, I just need to find somewhere where I actually am going to go, you know, and want to go. And so then I switched churches and there was like no drama involved in it either. I feel like when, when someone switches churches, like, oh my gosh, people are like, ooh, yeah, (laughs) but no, it was like nothing like that. I still love my old church too. No bad feelings at all. But, um, yeah, I switched churches and I was like, I am not going to get involved for a while. Because I just need to go to church and, like, attend for myself. And I know that sounds selfish, but, like, for my own relationship with God. Because I was the same way. Like, a lot of my relationship with God, I think, was tied to, like, being in ministry. And I was like, I need to have my own and, like, have this on my own for a while, you know? And I love it. And I'm the same way. Literally cry every Sunday in worship. And I know a lot of people are like, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, which is totally true. But I just feel so reminded of God's love every Sunday that I go to church. And I feel so like inspired to like, it really is a good reminder for me. Like, this is what's important. This is your real goals, you know? And so for me, I feel like it's necessary for sure. Obviously, everyone has different like personality types and stuff. But for me, I need it. Yeah, we and, need community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just now getting to the point where I would like be interested in getting involved. Not to the level that I was before. But it's, I don't know, like it's cool to go to and like know people and I don't know. But. Yeah, that's mine pretty much. I just basically got out of, like, hardcore ministry and, like, learning that you can do ministry, like, outside of a organized church ministry. But, yeah, that's mine. I would say this has been an interesting journey for me the past, well, just being since being in my 20s. I, too, was also very involved in ministry I did high school ministry that's how my husband and I met um and it was still is a huge part of our lives and I don't know it's something that I have had to really just kind of see how I just feel about church and like the church and I think with my husband working at a church it puts a a more complicated layer to things um because it's it's my husband's job you know it's how like we pay 
a solid chunk of our bills and we see like a little bit of, you know, a different side of things. Like I don't get to sit with my husband on at church on Sunday. Like I sit by myself, you know, and so that's, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic, but, um, I think I did high school ministry for seven years and I, remember so specifically God telling me like your ministry is your husband now I got out of high school ministry six months after Gennaro and I got married so um which the first six months COVID was happening there wasn't even high school so it pretty much ended before that but um I was very very heavily involved up until that point and I think I've just had to really just a kind of rewire the way I think about things very similar to what you guys said like I a lot of a lot of my like coolest like God stories happened when I was like praying with a student or you know things like that like or don't get me wrong I still had like great moments with God myself but it wasn't um it wasn't I don't know I just it just looked different after that so and even now like I still have to kind of be just careful with like my relationship with the church so um I don't know it's kind of complicated I feel like that's all like really vague but I definitely have like learned and realized that community is extremely important and I see like why God like tells us to gather because I do think there is like an accountability factor to that um and like you guys said like you it just is like a great like reminder of like God's love and I do learn things and all of that but um I don't know I feel like it's something that I'm just kind of kind of seeing like hey what does this need to look like for me because I used to like never skip ever you know and I was so like by the books with Mm -hmm. everything and now I'm like "Mm." okay, I'm going to stay home today and I'm going to like clean my house and watch church online, you know, just kind of giving myself a little more grace in areas Mm -hmm. like that too. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm still working on that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, it's a tricky question. Like I said earlier, just putting my relationship with God with like, like in order to be a good Christian, I thought, I'm like, okay, I need to spend time with Jesus and I'm going to get this lesson together. And, and when I do the lesson, that's it. I won't talk to you, God, for like a few days because that's like, I did my, I did my duty. Mm-hmm. And I just had this awful view of like what it meant to be a follower of Jesus. And, you know, but I feel like not it's different like being involved in ministry and or like taking a break from it I mean is different from like isolating yourself because I feel like there's a difference where it's like okay I'm taking a break because I'm like want to get fed I'm not isolating myself and I feel like for a second there I went towards isolation where it was like okay uh, this is not healthy like I'm not in community like you know there's like a difference So I think my relationship with the church is like, you know, or 
how has it changed? It's like, I just realized that I can do ministry outside of the church as well as inside because I'm, I'm in ministry again now, but I'm not, I don't put so much weight in like performing, you know, like I'm like, okay, I need to spend time with Jesus because I need Jesus. Like it's not for anybody else. Like I need him today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's changed for me as I'm in my twenties now. So that is all the questions we have today. Obviously, you can send us questions anytime. We'll still have that link in our bio, but you can send us uh, DMs anytime if you have any questions about anything we talked about today, or if you're just curious about anything, or want advice, or you had a literally same moment. Did you have something to say? I love how it's anonymous. I feel like it frees you guys up a little more. Yes. Because since we're not like a huge podcast, obviously, like you don't want people to know your secrets but you're anonymous so write us anything you want i feel like i'll keep it open everything yeah i think we should just leave it yeah put it on the highlight because we could have other question prompts and we'll just remain have you guys remain anonymous still i like that That way everyone's comfortable me too i like that that's a good one all right guys thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed don't forget to give us five stars on spotify leave us a podcast review on apple podcasts and we will see you guys next week we love you guys and on that note literally literally same. same